You don't have to give up hope. You don't have to leave home. You don't have to go to another country or, or another area of the nation. You can be somebody here and be important and make an important impact on people's lives. Welcome back to another episode of the Student Pack Podcast. I'm your narrator, Taylor Napier. In this episode, we hear from Perry Blankenship. Perry is a proud Southern West Virginian and works as the coordinator of student services, nutrition, attendance, and mental health services for McDowell County Schools. We hope you enjoy the episode. I'm Perry Blankenship. I am the coordinator of student services, nutrition, attendance, and mental health services for McDowell County Schools. I'm also a pastor in Bluefield, Virginia. I'm the supervisor of the Dave Report for McDowell County. And I love this county because of the people, the area, the culture. I'm originally from Southern West Virginia, so I'm really engulfed in the Appalachian culture to the place where I want to help everyone that I can. I currently live uh, in Glenfork, West Virginia. I grew up in Mann, West Virginia. I went to school at Mann High School, graduated Mann High School. When I went to school, school counselors were something that we didn't connect with if uh, your family was working in the coal field or some other laborers job of of that nature. At that time, schools really focused on college careers and stuff for students who they felt were going in that area. So I never had the opportunity to explore college or the ideal of college until actually I got in my 30s. I'm glad now that our schools now are approaching all students and helping all students to understand their full potential. So that really helps in a lot of ways. But at the same time, I'm glad that we don't minimize fields of carpentry, mechanics, and things of that nature. So those are very valuable skills and tools as well. Growing up in the area that I grew up in, you know, my parents uh, struggled because my dad worked in the coal field. And at that time, you know, jobs were up and down. Coal was up and down. And so we had some hardships, but it was good times because we were connected close as a family. Today, I don't see the family connection as great, so that puts a greater emphasis on the need for social-emotional supports from the school system. McDowell County's done really well. We have established a lot of good programs through our school counselors, through outside providers for mental health services. So we're really trying to fill that void or that support gap that we found that's existing for most of our students. The biggest challenges that we've ran into is sometimes the transportation or the location, but we've found working through things like telehealth and other services that we've been able to close those gaps as well. The opportunities that we have within the school are limitless. Students of all ages, of all races, cultures, all have the same opportunity now, regardless of where they're from, regardless of what they have to be able to be successful. It's a little bit different than what it was, you know, of course, when I grew up in the area that I grew up in, uh, there was a lot of challenges because you know, I grew up around doctor's kids and politician kids and lawyer's kids. So it was a little different at that time than it is now. So I see us supporting our students in a magnificent way. I know that puts a lot of pressure on staff. And so, you know, staff have to be mindful to make sure they're doing self-care so they don't get burned out at this time because there's a lot of responsibilities that are coming to the school system. In our area, to get supports and help, there are several opportunities and several ways that a person can go. The group called FACES, 
uh, here in McDowell County, they have an actual resource book that we can give individuals that list all the different types of resources from food to clothing to mental health services. All of those are listed in there for the whole entire county. That's a good place. Also, students uh, and families can go to the school counselors and the principals or reach out to me uh, here at the central office, and we can connect them with any type of mental health services, any type of uh, supports they need. You know, we also have funding for uh, weekend food, other services that we can help them connect with if they're in need. So it's just reaching out to those individuals within the school system. All of them have been equipped with the knowledge of where to go and how to achieve those things that they need. So looking at the food system during the pandemic and current, uh, we've not changed what we started out doing when the pandemic began. Our governor has really been instrumental and in, in voices his uh, need for us to support all families. Any student from 18 and below uh, can receive food from the school system at this time. And so a lot of barriers have been removed for, for us as food service directors to be able to meet that need. So now what we have in place is if a student comes on campus, of course, uh, the food is, is served hot. It's put in containers and taken to the classrooms to minimize that chance or risk of exposure to the virus. And then, of course, for our virtual learners, they have the opportunity to come every day and receive a hot meal. They can come to the school, the school will give it to them, and they can take it home. Then during those days when we don't have school or we have blended learning days, we also offer a delivery on the buses during those times. And so the student just has to go out to their bus stop and wait on the bus and the bus will bring their meals. Sometimes we deliver that as a hot meal or sometimes we deliver that as a box meal that covers an entire week, depending on the need and the situation. Through the summer, this past summer, you know, students were able to come and, and get a whole week's worth of meals, breakfast and, and lunch for that five day a week so that they could eat throughout the week. And we've done that weekly. And I know that right now they're working to put things into place to support those students even through this coming summer. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like fully yet, but we do know that plans are in place to make sure that we continue that work. We also, through our backpack program, have sent out meals to families that need food on the weekend. So we're meeting that, that need for food through the week and on the weekend for every individual that we know is in need. For advice giving to students, and even to parents or staff during this time of pandemic, I would say time management is a big thing. And what I mean by that is make sure that we blend our time not only with learning, but with things that gives us joy and peace. Have times set aside where we spend time, you know, just doing things and doing things that make us happy, whether it's listening to music, watching a good comedy on TV, reading a book or taking a walk, you know, blending your learning day with that self-care and breaking those assignments down into manageable goals. Uh, a lot of times people get burnt out because it's too far out to see the product. But if we set those short-term goals where we can meet that goal quickly, it, what it does is it encourages us because it lets us know that we can achieve that and we can overcome these barriers. And so just looking at those pieces, also I would tell people to limit their social media and their news exposure because a lot of those places are reporting a lot of negativity. And so if you're feeling your day full of negative stuff, uh, that's going to put you in that negative mindset and cause your mood to come down, to decrease. If you want to increase your mood, focus on things that are happy. 
focus on things that bring you joy. You know, if we look at the good things that we have in life and the things that we do have in life, we find ourselves being more joyful and enjoying life itself more. So looking at healthy eating habits and, and healthy uh, life habits, we think about the food that we are serving. All of our food goes through the program that says that this is nutritional, that this is fit for your body, that it's not going to add any negativity to your body. If you can mirror those things with your food at home, you will find yourself feeling healthier and being healthier with your eating habits. Thinking about limiting right now junk food and, and things that, ha that are heavy in calories because we're not doing a lot of activities. Now, as far as being at home and doing some kind of exercise and things, there's a lot of great online videos that a person can watch as far as exercise. I know that the WBDE for our school system on Wednesdays does a Wellness Wednesday, and you can go on and watch that, and the gentleman has a little fun activity that'll give you some exercise, but also it's joyful and happy, and so it allows us to gain those things that we need as far as exercising our brain and exercising our body to be more healthy. The reason I got into the field that I'm in now is because I am a Desert Storm uh, Desert Shield veteran. And when I came back home from the war, I struggled with a lot of mental health and other issues. And I went through that pretty much by myself. And so I, after I got over that and started doing well, I decided I wanted to be a part of every person's journey that I can be a part of to help them overcome the barriers they may face, especially with mental health or physical health. And, and so I began my journey as a mental health professional about 12 years ago, and, and I love helping kids. I, I love seeing kids have that aha moment where they think that they're, you know, they're not going to succeed in life, but we're able to help connect them in ways that they get that advice and they get that understanding that they can do things. I wish that I would have had a mentor as I was growing up that could have encouraged me or showed me the things. And so I want to reach them early on. I worked at the uh, Logan Mingo Mental Health for a while. And what I found was I was getting students too late. And so I wanted to come into the school system so I could reach students earlier and help them earlier before they got to that place. And so my passion and drive for that every day I get up and I think about the needs of our people. So, you know, I want to see every kid, no matter how poor, how rich, whatever, I want to see them all succeed in life. And I know that it's possible. I used to teach at Southern Community College, and when I would ask my students their, their inspirations or their, or their hopes after they graduated, it was to move away from West Virginia because they had this mindset that there's nothing here, that you can't be successful. But I'm living proof that you can go from being on the bottom to really being successful even in Southern West Virginia. So I want to be that witness or that light to show other students here that you don't have to give up hope or you don't have to leave home. You don't have to go to another country country or another area of the nation. You can be somebody here and be important and make an important impact on people's lives, even in our culture right where we're at. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Student Pack podcast. Special thanks to Perry for his participation and great advice. To recap, if you or your family is in need of assistance, please don't hesitate to reach out to Perry, your local school counselor or principal, and they will be happy to help or direct you to someone who can help. To find out more about the Student Pack, visit jointhefamily.info and like the McDowell County Student Pack on Instagram and Facebook.
To the student pack, don't forget to submit your artwork, songs, photographs, and everything in between that you've created. We're really looking forward to seeing it. Thanks again for listening.